Hi guys and welcome to The Lonely Catch-Up, it's myself Rampant FM and I'm going to basically take you through the South Challenge Cup action from the weekend. We did have a bit of a weather watch uh, in this one, Gretna, Camelin, Newton Green Star, Civil Service Rollers and Lovian Thistle, Hutchie Vale uh, versus Cumbernauld Colts were uh, called off due to waterlogged pitches. It can happen at this level, I think everyone knows that, um, so it's only five games to cover today. We'll start with uh, Shire versus Kelty Hearts, um, the all Lowland League affair. So um, the big news was obviously the fact that manager Tam Courts um, uh, tendered his resignation, which was reluctantly accepted by the club uh, a couple of days before the game. So obviously a big loss for Kelty um, to lose their manager just before the game. So uh, it's hard to say if it really affected them because they are still... Uh, a, a decent team but obviously it's not an ideal situation uh, and you know it's a bit of a shock I think um, but we do wish uh, Tam all the very best and uh, whatever he plans on doing next certainly but uh, in terms of the game uh, Kelty did go 1-0 up with uh, Kieran Chalmers header um, at, from a in fairness a, a Jamie Barkley mistake um, it may have been cleared off the line uh, certainly the, the ref gave it the linesman didn't really signal anything so uh, maybe Shire were a wee bit hard done by there uh, the second half Paul McCafferty found space in between the Kelty defence to equalise from a Stephen Brisbane pass a really decent move actually a goal lined uh, scrimmage basically with uh, Andy Rogers putting Shire 2-1 ahead with the tap in the third came with a ball in to the Kelty box unfortunately um, Kelty defender Murray Carstairs slipped which allowed Andy Rogers to bag his second of the game and finally, Adam Murray attempted a header back to Jamie Barkley, which allowed Stuart Cargill to slide in for Kelty's second. Uh, so basically 3-2. And yeah, from all accounts, I think Shire completely deserved the victory. As I said, um, it would, it's tough to lose your manager before a game, I think. Um, certainly a, a shock to many people. Um, in terms of the news, uh, Barry Ferguson, the former Rangers and Scotland international, has been linked to the job. But we'll keep you updated when we do have news of that one. Uh, but certainly uh, well deserved from Shire um, I think when I went to the league game earlier in the season they were you know, well beaten by Kelty so a huge improvement it was a, a game full of passion, commitment an old fashioned sort of cup tie a lot of tackles uh, some, you know, I think, I think uh, some players might have uh, been off in fairness uh, certainly Nico Gibson's tackle was, was, a bit, was a bit strong but you know, at the end of the day I think there's no complaints that, that Shire won that one Again into our second game, Leaf Athletic versus East Kilbride. Uh, a goal in three minutes. Uh, Liam Craig delivered uh, the, the Leaf goalkeeper parried it, and Craig Malcolm smashes it home to to make it one 0 East Kilbride. There wasn't much uh, reporting in the game from what I've seen. Um, Ross McNeil in the 87th minute, um, you know, he, he went through to the the Leaf defence and won the penalty, and Craig Malcolm for his second uh, stepped up and smashed it home again. Uh, for 2-0 East Kilbride. Unfortunately, East Kilbride did go down to 10 men. Um, BG Coyle 
from what I've heard, a very soft second booking, especially towards the end of the game. So they did uh, complete the game with 10 men. Uh, other news, obviously, uh, other big news, especially for Gisco Bride, is that Brian Kerr has left to uh, become the assistant manager uh, at Partick Thistle under under uh, Gary Caldwell. So we'll keep you updated on that also, um, what's going to happen with them. Obviously, <laughs> it's a bit weird, obviously, um, to, to sort of teams going for the title, losing their managers, um, you know, halfway through the season. It's not ideal, so it'll be interesting to see where Kelty and East Kilbride end up and who uh, basically is their, uh, their replacements. We'll obviously keep you updated on any news we have uh, in terms of new appointments and whatnot. Getting into our third game, it was Edinburgh Uni versus Edinburgh United. Uh, somewhat of a derby, obviously, both Edinburgh teams it was a goal it's from uh, a Luke Murray cross and it was met the head by Aidan Kemp. Uh, United did appeal for the offside, but it was waved away by the referee. From what I heard, there was little to note in the second half. Um, possibly uh, Uni taking the foot off the gas, getting a wee bit complacent, uh, but they're through to the next round nonetheless. Um, I, I, would, I think they need to uh, possibly look at that. I think that will probably be worrying. Certainly, Edinburgh Uni will be looking to improve on that side of the game, make sure that that doesn't happen against a tougher opposition. But certainly, um, Edinburgh United, in fairness to them, it didn't sound like they, were, you know, there there are no mugs basically. Um, uh, the same with Leaf against East Kilbride, it sounded like they did give uh, topper, um, tougher opposition a game. Getting into University of Stirling versus Tynecastle, University of Stirling won three one. Um, they did grind. They did have to grind out the victory. Um, from what I heard, it should have been more comfortable. They did squander a lot of chances. Uh, Lewis Bonner put Uni uh, ahead early on. Tencastle got the equaliser uh, from a corner. Uh, the cross was floated into a Tencastle player with a scissor kick. Uh, he didn't get the connection he wanted on it, but it was enough to put it past uh, the Stirling Uni keeper. Uh, what a sight that would have been, to be honest. Um, Lewis Hunter made it two one. And uh, Lewis Bonner sealed it with his second and uh, Uni's third with a header from a corner. We do have a bit of reaction uh, from goal scorer Lewis Bonner and manager Chris Geddes. So joined by Lewis Bonner, a brace today, could have been more. Certainly could have, yeah. We did squander some chances there. It was a frustrating game, but I suppose we got the job done then. But I, we need to take chances um, like that in the, in the future because that's going to kill us going forward if we squander them against better teams so yeah we've got that in the end though. Talk us through the goals the first one uh, was a bit of a gift for you wasn't it but yeah, no, definitely yeah I mean they were trying to play from the back um, fair play to them but we managed to press on a couple of occasions but not good enough but when we did obviously we caused, caused them problems and that was a result of that we managed to get in on it lucky finish came, didn't come off as clean as I liked but I suppose it went in so can't grumble and the second one uh, from the set piece, fantastic header. Yeah, no, it was good, yeah. I was just, I mean, good ball from Josh. I told him when I wanted it and he, yeah, he delivered. So, lucky, I think the boy in the post made a hash it, I think. But uh, I'm glad he went in now. It was good. And you'll be pleased to be back now playing regularly because you've had a little spell out on the yeah, sidelines. Yeah, I know, yeah. I'm struggling with injuries. Um, I've got a bad ankle that's it's been a recurring injury I've had for, for years. So, it's just one of the ones where you need to be careful. Constantly got it strapped. But, yeah, no, it feels better now. So, hopefully, we've got a big run of games coming up, obviously. Uni game on Wednesday and then we've got a big Scottish Cup tie next week as you all know so so hopefully stay fit for the week and then yeah get a good one of games going so hopefully some more goals Fantastic thanks Good man thank you cheers mate Right Chris you've progressed in the South Challenge Cup but 
it was made hard work. Yep. Uh, I think that was a proper game, a case of if you don't take your chances, you, the other team stay in the game. And ultimately, that's what happened. We should have been 2 3 0 up at half time. After half time, we should have scored straight after half time. Um, then fair play to Tynecastle they broke down the left a good uh, down the right sorry a good cross and a good finish 1-0 and then after that we took charge again but if you don't take your chances you don't win games Talk us through the three goals first one Lewis Bonner Yep uh, Tynecastle very tidy team play out from the back uh, we, we pressed high we won the ball a uh, mistake from them Kieran slipped it to Lewis and he put it in the bottom corner for one um, the second goal it's a shot from Craig Brown on the edge of the box and Lewis Hunter's followed it in. The keeper's made a save, but then Lewis has battled the keeper to tap it over the line for 2-0. Great commitment from the captain. And then the third one's a great corner, driven corner from Josh. And uh, Lewis has got up like a salmon and he's put it right in the bottom corner. So um, an excellent finish and two goals on his return is good as well because he's been out for a few weeks. But there was a spell where it looked like you were inviting them into the game and they could have they could have nicked something at the end. Oh definitely. When it was one all, they could have they could have done end. They've got some dangerous players, uh, a lot of young players in their team and um obviously we was playing the game on Wednesday, some heavy legs showed there. Um and also two of our boys playing their first game in a month from injuries. So um it was a it was a leggy affair with the park as well, but obviously delighted to get the win. And a big game in the Scottish Cup next week. Yep, uh, Devon Vale in the second round, so that's a massive game. But obviously, we've got a game on Wednesday. We go to Birmingham, so we concentrate on that and then full focus on the Scottish Cup. Thanks, Chris. No problem. We obviously want to thank David Chandler for his contributions to the show, uh, not just this week, but certainly uh, throughout. He's been very supportive, and we're hoping to maybe get him on um, to one of the episodes to maybe talk a wee bit more about uh, Stirling Uni and that. Uh, that would obviously be fantastic. Uh, we're, we're obviously going to try uh, try and do that um, but it's obviously when David Chandler's available and when it's the best time and whatnot but um, yeah we'll, we'll obviously keep in touch with David uh, but we just want to thank him for his continuous uh, contributions to the show it's really appreciated so further our fifth and final game BSC Glasgow versus a former Lowland League team Freve um, Rovers we have it was uh, basically a route. Uh, BSC Glasgow one seven one. David Winters got a hat trick. Spencer Brown, Martin Green, and Ross Smith uh, with an own goal as well. BSC, I think they were always going to be favourites against Freve. Freve have struggled. I think, uh, in fairness, I think it's fair to say uh, since they've left the Lone League. Obviously, um, they were in contention to get promoted uh, against Kelty, but obviously Kelty, you know, beat them 10 0 on aggregate. Uh, and I think they are struggling a wee bit in the South of Scotland League. I think they're fifth or sixth in the league, so it's not. It was always going to be hard for them. Let's put it that way. But what a performance from BSC Glasgow! I think um, it's it's good in terms because obviously we've spoke about all the injuries they they've had, all the all the things that they're they're sort of going through at the moment. So it's a, a morale boosting win uh, if and they're through to the next round, obviously. So it's uh, uh, fantastic from a BSC Glasgow point of view. Um, you know, I, I think it was always, as I said, I think it's always going to be tough for Freve, um coming up against uh, BSC that that look like they they're 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 sticking together um, despite all the the issues at the club, you know, with injuries and whatnot. Uh, getting into the weekend's action, we do have one Lowland League game. We have Dalby Star versus Edinburgh University. I think um, Dalby Star will need to look to win that, especially uh, being at Islecroft Stadium. Um, they they've not been doing too well uh, at the moment, especially um, having created chances. It's it was always going to be tough for them uh, this season. 
but this is a match that I think they'll feel that they can win, uh, certainly, especially being at home. Edinburgh Uni, um, they're one of the teams that you think they can get results elsewhere. We've obviously talked about it uh, in terms of, like, I get, you know, Whitehill and whatnot. Edinburgh Uni seem like one of them teams that can go out and get results, where I think, um, in fairness, I think like, like so White Hill, uh, Whitehill and uh, Delbiti might struggle, so they definitely, I think, need a win there uh, to, to sort of put pressure um, on the teams above them, uh, Delbiti. So it'll be an interesting one, and we'll obviously keep you updated on what's happening there. Uh, getting into the Scottish Cup games, uh, Cumbernauld Colts versus BSC Glasgow. I did uh, see... Uh, the both teams recently in the league game, I thought BSC were the the better team. Uh, Coming out, Colts been in a bit of a slump lately. They've, they've been grinding out results. In fair, fairness to them, it'll be interesting to see um, how BSC cope uh, being at Broadwood, obviously with the the wider pitch. We've seen uh, teams like Kelty obviously struggle a wee bit uh, going to Broadwood with a wider pitch and Colts. Um, as I say, are grinding out results, but you know BSC coming off that fantastic win against Freve, um They'll have a massive morale boost. Obviously, Colts not played, so that could hamper them as well. It's certainly going to be a, an interesting one. Edisport versus Fraserburgh. Obviously, Edisport are at home, and Fraserburgh have to come down to Gallabank. So, certainly an advantage to Edisport. Um, it's a tough one because Edisport have not been in the greatest form lately. Uh, they've kind of sort of slipped out um, where they were, but. You know, as I say, it's a cup game. They certainly could, uh, they will be looking for a result there. Elgin City versus Whitehill Welfare. I think it's going to be tough for Whitehill. Um, but as I say, it's a tough, uh, you know, it's a, it's a cup game. Certainly, um, Elgin, uh, Whitehill having to go up to Elgin's, we've, we've talked about travel and whatnot. It's, I think it makes it, it does make it tougher having to, you know, travel uh, up north um, and all that sort of, all that sort of stuff. Um, but, it would be awesome to see Whitehill get a, a result against Elgin. I mean, it's probably not likely, uh, in my opinion, but certainly you never know. Uh, Scottish Cup, absolute magic competition. So, yeah, uh, we'll have to wait and see. East Kilbride versus Spartans. Uh, they, they they love playing each other, and um, we've said it before. It's uh, It'll be interesting because, obviously, Brian Kerr's left East Kilbride and Spartans you know they're they're going to be up there in terms of teams, the champions of uh, the lonely currently. So um, they'll be looking uh, to go to K Park, full of confidence, uh, looking to avenge that uh, loss against um, uh, Gala as well. And and East Kilbride, obviously, um, they'll be hoping to to maintain uh, where they are in terms of you know um, league pride as well as uh, cup competitions and stuff because they have been put out of uh, a couple of cup competitions already. So. Um, <clears throat> certainly a, an interesting game in terms of teams that are highly rated in the Lowland League. It's a big one against Edinburgh City versus Civil Service Strollers. Obviously, Gary Jardin makes his return to Edinburgh City, a team that he obviously uh, won the Lowland League with. Uh, obviously, uh, coming off that loss against Kelty and um, the unlucky defeat against uh, Shire as well. So, it's going to be uh, it's going to be hard for civil service to Edinburgh City, um, obviously doing so well in League Two. It'll be a it'll be a cracking match. I think it's probably one that's going to be up there in terms of uh, the fixtures at the weekend. Uh, Devon Vale versus University of Stirling. It's anyone's guesses. Uh, obviously, it's um, it's it's tough, as I said, the travel and whatnot. But you know, University of Stirling. Um, 
you know, they've been better off late. I think uh, certainly they're a tough team to break down. Um, I think the one worry is that they obviously squandered a lot of chances against Tynecastle, and they they probably have to be more on their game, especially away to Devonvale. But certainly, uh, you know, I think University of Stirling could perhaps get a result there. Peterhead versus Kelly Hearts. We've obviously mentioned the travel. Kelly go up to Peterhead. Uh, Bit of a travel, but Kelly, I think people need to remember they're still a good team. They're still a fantastic club, uh, still highly ambitious. It'll be a good. Um, uh, it'll, it'll be good to see what they do in that in that game. I think um, how how they uh, how they play against them, uh, how they compete. I'll, it certainly will be a a, a meter on where they are currently as a, certainly as a squad um, against a, a tough Peterhead team. Berwick Rangers versus Gretna 2008. Gretna have been on fantastic form lately. Obviously, they, they recently lost to Kelty, but before that, they were, were doing really well. Um, and obviously, they, there was a bit of contention whether or not they should have been down to 10 men um, against Kelty, but they certainly gave them a game, and I certainly believe they will give Berwick Rangers a game. Um, it will be tough, certainly. Uh, Berwick Rangers currently struggling a wee bit in League 2, I think it's fair to say. Uh, Gretna have every opportunity to go out there and uh, get the win against Berwick and it's not exactly far uh, to travel from the, for them uh, unlike uh, some other ties that they play as well so uh, Gretna will certainly be up for that game um, 100% and I do feel they could maybe get a result against Berwick For our last game it's Galaferidine versus East Stirlingshire an all Lowland League uh, tie again it's tough to call this one because Shire have Obviously, started picking up wins now. Uh, Gala, you know, the, the rock coming off that one against uh, Spartans. It's, it's t- I don't even I don't want to put my my name out there and uh, try and call this because uh, both teams are looking really good, looking like they've uh, improved certainly. So, uh, it's anyone's guess of what's going to happen there, but I'm, I certainly believe it will be a, a, a one of the top ties uh, of the weekend. So that is pretty much it, guys. I. Uh, as I say, it's a quick one today. It's just myself going through the Surf Challenge Cup. So hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, we want to thank everyone that's, you know, the fans, the clubs, everyone that really gets involved in the show. Obviously, we want to thank uh, Michael Park and George Fraser and everyone that's listened. I uh, appreciate it. We'll be back uh, covering the Scottish Cup and uh, WE versus Edinburgh Uni. So we will, um, yeah, we'll see you next week. See you soon.